Welcome to the Superconscious Success Podcast, where Jen and her Superconscious Success family co-hosts bring you valuable content each and every week on topics relating to manifestation, spirituality, and most of all, using your superconscious to manifest success in all areas of your life. Now on to today's episode. Hey there, Superconscious Success fam. Welcome to another episode of my podcast where I connect with spiritual leaders, starseeds, and lightworkers to help you to connect with your higher self and source to discover your truth and embrace the divine being you are designed to be. So this podcast is aimed at helping you to discover the light both outside and within you and eliminate the fear that our 3D reality and our ego insists on pushing onto us. Once we discover who we truly are and we live from a place of love rather than fear, then we can ascend into the higher dimensions. So in today's podcast, I have another beautiful soul with me. She's the founder of the iHeart Academy Life Coaching Certification, and she lives her purpose of helping others to transform their mind, body, and spirit. On today's show, I have a very good friend of mine and one of the most genuine, authentic people I had the pleasure of knowing, and her name is Renee Marcoux. Renee and I first met when my co-host Carl and I interviewed her on your Spiritual Shift podcast segment, and we had an instant connection. She's the host of the Namaste with Renee podcast, which I recently had the pleasure of being on, and it was so much fun. Now, I could go on and on and on talking about this beautiful woman, but I want to get into it and let her shine her light upon you all. So, hey, Renee, how are you today, my sweet? Hi. (laughs) Thank you so much for having me here. Hello Uh, to all your listeners out there. Oh, thank (laughs) you so much for being here. I've been really excited to have you on. And to share your story, to share a little bit of little nuggets about the universe, manifestation, and a whole heap of other stuff that we're going to cover. But how about we start off, because your story is interesting, how about we start off and you tell (laughs) my listeners um, how you came to be doing what you're doing now? Oh, well, that was quite the journey because uh, flashback when I first started my career, I definitely didn't see myself in this position um, (laughs) where I'm at today. So it's kind of amazing to see how your intentions unfold over time and how your shifts and your energy and your focus, you know, kind of expand into all new and improved and better ways. Um, So my first career started at age 15 as a singer. Mm -hmm. Um, I came into the world knowing that I was going to be using my voice for a major purpose. And as a kid, I was just grew up thinking and knowing that I would be a professional singer. It just was this, uh, you know, kind of this heart's calling that had been placed upon me because let me tell you, I was one shy girl. I didn't want to have anything to do with anybody looking at me. I did not want to be in the spotlight. I was so painfully shy as a kid and like even into my teen years that it's like funny looking back and seeing how much I've had to overcome just in my own self-confidence and self-esteem to be able to even go out there and be on a stage as a singer. So yeah, that that's where it all began. Um, to this day, I still sing, of course, and still performing, still recording and everything. But I also have, like you had mentioned, um, opened up a life coaching business over 12 years ago at, at the time of this recording. It was 12 years ago. And um, it's been an incredible journey ever since. And just, you know how it is when you align to that spiritual calling and you have this beautiful energy, this source, like 
really guiding you forward and helping you be the conduit be for the clients that you're serving and those that you're out there, you know, teaching. Mm-hmm. It's just such a divine experience. And I could literally do it all day for all of my hours. <laughs> uh, I, I know exactly what you mean. Once you actually, once you actually reach that purpose and you actually discover what you are actually put here to do and you know I mean my purpose I I believe I was put here for connection and it's about Mm. connecting with other people it's about connecting other people to one another but more than that it's about that connection with our higher self and that connection with source because I think that once we can tap into that power I think that we're we're a non-stop force and we've got the ability to create some amazing amazing stuff in this world now Uh Renee has got the most beautiful voice and I'm pretty sure that you've you've got some stuff up on YouTube haven't you I do yes I I did check out some videos out there yeah (laughs) um so that's that's interesting because you start off were you always kind of like did you always have that spiritual side did you always have like like from a very young age yes definitely I remember like being the youngest I was like remembering those moments in time, feeling like I had this superpower behind me that even though on the outside world, right? Like my family and my close friends in the neighborhood and stuff didn't really, um, ever like talk about this kind of Mm. world, I still knew that it was real and it was valid and it was guiding me. Um, You know, my grandmother, actually my mom's mother uh, really instilled a lot of spiritual magic in me, if you will. So she was very aware and awakened. Um, And as a kid, I was just like, of course, soaking it all up. Right. And we would do um, some cool, like manifesting things together, which nowadays the and not even that it wasn't there back then, but nowadays the term is manifesting, right? And it's yeah. like, she and I were doing that young, young, young when I was, you know, just to feel like I was just a babe. And um, that was really the door opener to it, but I didn't know that it actually was proven law. I didn't know that there was, you know, uh, that exact source that was actually like quantum physics. So yeah. um, that, it, it just, blew the door open for me. And, um, I, I do feel she passed away when I was uh, nine years old and I do always still feel her spirit still within me. And a lot of my family members can see that as well too. And my mom, she, my mom's also a Reiki master and she is does Reiki with crystals. Yeah. So the spirituality has really been in my world since young, but it wasn't a common conversation, you know, (laughs) I was definitely like, Oh, Renee's boo, Renee's out there. Or like, (laughs) Oh, like, well, what's she going to, what's going to come out of her mouth now? (laughs) And of course, and of course, because I think like back then, uh, years ago, when, whenever there was that spirituality side, it was a lot more religion based um, back then. And I know even Mm -hmm. myself, I used to go to church with, with my nan and, and um, that as well, like weekly, I, Mm -hmm. I got baptized and, and everything else, but so I knew the principles behind it, but there was always something that made me think something's missing. Did you get right. that feeling? Like yeah. as you were going yeah. through this through this process, this awakening, you started mm-hmm. realizing there's some to this story that just does not add up. Right. Like, exactly. Like, there are missing pieces. Yeah. And this yeah. is and this is what I believe that we're all put here to do. We're all yeah. put here to figure out that truth. So Mm -hmm. if you could, if you could define for the listeners, um, consciousness, um, Mm. and the divine, 
What, how mm. would you define that? How would you define what, what we mean by this term? As we're going through this interview, um, mm. what is your interpretation of what consciousness, the collective consciousness is, what the divine is? Mm. So for me, the divine is that true connection of that wholeness and oneness that lies within you. Mm. So it's that inner wisdom. It's the higher self. It's your future self. It's your inner child. It's this beautiful collection of who you are as a single individual being, as well as the divine connection to all that is to the universe. I use the term, the universe. Yeah. I find that it, um, really helps people kind of lean in instead of using maybe another term that feels a little more religious to certain people. So that universe source, that is just you, when you have this experience, to me, it feels like a plugging in of this source. Like you would plug in a toaster into Mm -hmm. the outlet and you're just plugged in and you're receiving this gorgeous energy energy. that I don't know the word if there's a word in English to describe it because it really is just this expansion it feels like expansion it feels like you're perfect where exactly you are it feels like you are divinely guided it feels like all is well in the world yeah and that's like how I really describe that consciousness and we can unplug to it sometimes subconsciously or unconsciously sometimes willingly yeah. right if we're like <laughs> feeling like guilty or shame or something or for whatever reason but we can unplug from it but we always can plug back in yeah exactly and I think as we go through as we go through our life there are going to be some situations that mm-hmm. pop up that because we're put here to learn lessons and Definitely. some of those lessons are hard and yeah. so what we have to what we have to try to do as we're going through that awakening process as we're going through that ascension is to learn how we can start to tap into that higher part of us tap into that consciousness and allow our ego to step aside for a little bit because our ego is causing that fear and like you said the guilt and the shame that often accompanies uh light workers empaths um, and, and so why do you think that things like guilt and shame show up? Do you think that's because of the, the ego or limited beliefs or. So I've learned over time to befriend the ego mm-hmm. because it's still a part of me, me too, and yeah. I still want to love myself fully and truly. So when I hear the, something come up that makes, you know, that, it is a fear or a something, right? Cause I told you, like, mm-hmm. I have so many, like when I was a kid, I was so fearful of everything. I was afraid to even be seen. Right. Yeah. Even around my family. And for me, I feel like those fears were there for me to overcome. Like yeah. those struggles were there for me to overcome them. So like, if, if the universe is a friendly place, which is what I believe. And if my ego is actually on my side, but might just be a little bit scared, mm. I love her up. Like yeah. she's a small child. Yep. And I, and I, and I do the things that I know I need to do with all the tools that I have in my spiritual toolbox. I literally call it that to all my clients (laughs) and I have those tools and I break them out and I start to build the, build the house back up, or I build the idea back up, or I, with affirmations, with mantras, with meditation, with literally the list keeps going on and on and on, but it's like these processes that actually help you 
break through those barriers and that help you see the fears as something a little bit like a warning sign or maybe it's you know because we still have the human brain which was like created millions of years ago right and we're still we still have these senses within us to protect ourselves to have to fight against saber-toothed tigers and all the scary (laughs) big animals back then right because we come across them every day Right. Like, and, but it is our, our opportunity now that we don't have those anymore to really pull that back and say, okay, let's get this ego focusing on the direction we want to be going. And Hey, that fear, like, it's okay. Thanks for bringing it forward. Now I have some work to do on it. Yeah, absolutely. I believe there are definitely, yeah, I believe there are definitely messages behind behind what the ego is trying to tell us and like you I I believe it's it's a part of us and you know I've heard people say to squash the ego but we don't want to do that because the ego is a part of us the ego is and the ego is there to I mean it it does it in a really strange way but it's there to try (laughs) to protect us it is I think what the problem is is when when the ego takes control and then we can't hear the messages that the higher self sending us so right. I think I think that's the thing where when it comes to what I call downloads and, mm-hmm. and messages from from the higher self, it's like if the if the ego is causing fear within us or any of these negative emotions, we don't hear those messages coming through. Right. We actually start to really take that plug out of the yeah. the source that we were talking about before, and we start to like not every time, but sometimes and oftentimes we start to kind of go down, maybe a little downward spiral of like, oh yeah, like I've got to prove my ego right. And I've got to make things harder or like, I got to prove my ego right. And I have to believe that, you know, this challenge is never going to be overcome. Yeah, And that's what we have to watch ourselves as conscious beings and deliberate creators and say, all right, is this actually serving me? What can I do to this belief that is going to bring me downstream and bring me up the emotional scale toward happiness yeah and that's the thing it's it it comes down to our belief system it comes down to yeah our past beliefs it comes down to all our limited beliefs and if we can work on that and start to really figure out you know our self-worth I mean our self-worth plays a massive part in this and so I think that like you said if we can work on that and we can start to recognize how amazing we are as, as human beings and yes. what potential we have instead of having these blocks that are, right. that are stopping us from, from really expanding. Because fear is there as a message, but also to help us to expand. As, yeah. are, as are other emotions, even emotions like guilt and shame, well, they're there with a message to help you to start to love yourself more exactly and that's and that's that's how I see like guilt and shame it's like okay you can start to break down why do I feel like this and then at that point that's when you go okay it's time to to love myself enough to know that you know that I'm whole as I am and that you know I'm a human being that possibly makes mistakes or whatever it is and so yes I think and that's the same with any of the emotions they're just They're just messages. So if we're talking about manifestations as we were, um, the universe is an amazing place. It's a beautiful place that has so much potential. And so we know that we can manifest whatever we desire. 
what do you think is if you could if you could list off a couple of things what do you think would be the main reason why people aren't aren't able to manifest things their dream life immediately what comes through to me is the fear of change the fear of actually being who they want to be because of maybe some past conditioning or just what has been normal their whole life. It is, there is something too, like stepping out and stepping up and becoming the version of yourself that you know you're here to be, right? There can be some, oh my goodness, like this feels really scary or like, ah, what if I'm like alone at the top or like, ah, what if I cross this barrier? Who am I going to The fear of success, that's the thing. Right, there's actually, right, there's, there. that is a real thing. And I think that's what comes through most, to me. And when I actually read this quote, it feels like a million years ago um, by Marianne Williamson. She says that our fear is, um, I don't, I never remember them verbatim by the way, by the way, but it was basically. Hey there, Superconscious Success fam. Thanks so much for joining me in this interview. And I'm just taking a short break in the interview just to let you know about an exciting offer that I have for you. I'm just in the process of building the Superconscious Success Inner Circle, which is going to be a free membership that you're going to be able to get access to, which is going to eventually, once I've got it all built up, include courses and and exclusive content and a whole heap of other stuff that's going to be available for you to help you to expand that consciousness and to come into your power. And it'll include content from all of my different segments, from Superconscious Success, your spiritual shift, raising a conscious human and also peace and prosperity. And you'll include content from all of that, as well as the self-empowered empath, higher self-mastery, and a whole heap of other different collaborations and projects I have on the go. However, to get this free membership, you do need to go and sign up. So if you go to superconscioussuccess.com slash inner circle, you can sign up absolutely free for it. As the content builds and I reach a thousand subscribers, I will then be making it a premium product, which means that you will no longer get it for free. It will be a monthly charge. But if you get in now and you get into the free membership, then you will have that free for life. So head across now as we're in the building phase and you'll start to get more and more awesome content um, flowing in. And yeah, so head on over there now, superconscioussuccess.com slash inner circle. Now let's head on back to the interview. Like the, your fear is more about success than it is about failure. Mm-hmm. And so that's really where I feel that can be. Cause we also, cause here's a thought that comes through when I think about that and put myself in that, that person, that vision, and it can be okay. So what if I go for it? And then if I fail, Or what if I go for it and it's not what I thought it was going to be, right? So it like kind of keeps us like along the edge and we're like, okay, we'll swim along the edge, but we're not going to go on the deep end. What if if I get to the deep end, right? And it's like all these stories that we come up with. Yeah. And I think sometimes too, one of the fears that we have is, okay, if I go for it, what about if I lose people along the way? Yeah, that was definitely a huge fear for me. Yeah, it's like, what if, what if they don't accept me for the person that I am? And I know that as, as we start to spiritually awaken and we start to, to go on our own ascension process, Mm -hmm. you can lose people along the way because that is what is supposed to be happening. 
Yes. Yes, and and yes. that's the thing, it, it will remove people from your lives that are not meant to be there. And that's scary for people. Mm-hmm. It's like, well, but, you know, I've known these people my whole life. <laughs> and what if they don't accept me for now that I'm some big, big hotshot CEO or something? What if yeah. they don't accept me? Or what if I win all this money or make all this money and then these people turn on me? You know, it's yeah. it is it is the relationships that we form in life. It can be a it can be a real fear for some people, for sure. And I totally understand that because I went through that myself mm. when I was really starting to put myself out there as like this spiritual woo person that's you know very grounded. But I also mm-hmm. am consciously manifesting. Like I'm literally showing people what's possible through what I'm manifesting in my life. And yeah. That took a lot for me to stand up and step out because I was like, all right, the the people, there's going to be people I'm going to lose along the way. I prayed it wasn't anybody in my family, Um, but I lost tons of friends throughout the process. And it's okay though, because I also believe too, that if we change the story around what it looks like to lose somebody, maybe it's that your soul's contract had a completion. Maybe it's that you uh, weren't being served in the way that you were giving to them, right? It's always for the best. And when you raise up, you start attracting people who are like-minded to you. So it's not like you lose one person and that void is there forever. It's like, there's going to be people along the path that meet you where you are and that help you become better. I mean, look at us right now, right? Like if I stayed that shy little girl, my whole life, which I easily could have, I wouldn't be having conversations with you for your listeners on my podcast with you and all the other people I have on either. So it's like, I didn't meet you when you and I were children, right? We met because we've up-leveled so many different times that now we're vibrating in the same realm. Yeah, I, I totally, I totally agree. And I think that that's the thing we can we can also look at it, as you say the soul contract that could have ended we've got yeah. you know karmic ties to different people in our lives that have been put here for a lesson it's been put yes. here to teach you to expand and to grow and these yes. people are not meant to be in your life for for your entire lifetime and I remember my dad always saying you know there's people in your life for either what is it it's either a time a um what is it I guess a lesson or a blessing or something like that. It, it's kind of like they're either in your life for a, for a certain amount of time, or they're like in your a, life for a lifetime. Yeah. Right. Um, but there's very few people. But he also said to me, if you have one true friend in your whole life, you're really lucky. Exactly. Um, yes. Because you find that, you know, people start to to drop off as they have different interests. And mm-hmm. you know, some of them, I remember I lost friends as as I decided to move countries and mm-hmm. move states. And a lot of that, I think, was because I was scared. Yeah. Um, but I think that's that's the thing. We have to not be so fixated on, you know, the, not be so fixated on what could happen. Not be so right. fixated on, oh, this person's out of my life. What have I done wrong? And how am I going to survive without them? Just have faith in in, um, source. For sure. Yes. I have a lot of experience in that avenue too. I used to be totally heartbroken when Mm -hmm. friendships would fall apart or relationships, but it's really what you're making them mean to you. 
right? Yeah. If they are your source for happiness, guess what? The universe is going to pluck them right out because yeah. you have to be your source to happiness, yeah. right? Like if that's how much we put into other people. And this is you where know, the codependency and stuff comes into when, when we are so reliant on somebody else making us happy. Mm-hmm. And so I think, and the universe will sort it out so that you can move away from that codependency and go, I'm enough as I am. I don't yeah. need anybody else to, to fulfill me and to make me feel whole. Right. And how much better of a relationship will it be when you come to the table whole, when yeah. you come to the table plugged into the universe and source and saying, I'm already here. I'm here for a good time. Like yep. I'm here to share my experiences with you, my stories, my awakened moment, my not so awakened moments, like, but I'm filled. I'm not looking for a validation from somebody. And it brings yeah. that relationship to a new level too, because you're not in any expectation of, oh my gosh, I have to save this person. Yeah. And vice versa. Right. Yeah. It's like yeah. for, especially for empaths, when we get that like chip Ooh. off the it's like that release. We're like, oh, great. Like we can come to the table and we can co-create together and we can have divine conversations. Yeah. And, and it is, I'm calling your higher self. You're calling mine. Like it's, and that's really amazing cool. when that's amazing when you can start to do that. Um, a very good friend of ours, um, Eleni, her yeah. and I were actually creating a, a program called higher self mastery, where we can teach people how they can connect to that higher self and awesome. which is so much fun. And it's it's going to be fantastic once it's done but us as empaths it's something we really struggle with because we want to help everybody yes, of course <laughs> and we, have this, we have this desire to like you know to fix everything and mm-hmm. so we need to start to recognize that we can't fix anybody else they've got to fix themselves Exactly. And that's part of their journey. And so I'm actually, I'm actually creating a program called the Self-Empowered Empath um, with another collaborator of mine where we actually show empaths how they can start to, you know, get move away from that codependency, narcissistic abuse, all that sort of stuff that that tends to show up and mm-hmm. power up and become yeah. the the best version of themselves. And I think that that is really important. And I think that. One one question I wanted to ask you was when it comes to manifestation, and we we're talking about the different reasons why people might not be able to manifest. I think a lot of it is because sometimes we can stay in a mode of victimization. We can stay in that mode of, I don't want to take responsibility for where I am right now. What part do you think the victimization and responsibility has to play when it comes to us creating that dream life? So I believe that is truly 100% your responsibility in creating mm-hmm. the dream life because the universe is your partner in that source, right? Yep. So when we're plugged in, we know, hey, we are whole, full, and complete. And I am here to co-create with you because the universe says, honey, give me the target. I'm bringing you everything that you want. Give me the target. But if the universe, if you're like, well, I don't really know what the target is. Well, I think I want this, but I want this. And like the moving target, like how can the universe hit it? Right. Mm -hmm. So I believe it's 100% everybody's own individual responsibility to be the co-creator to say, Hey, source, Hey, universe, this is what I really want to experience in my life. And this goes without saying, but it's beyond material, right? It's more, it's relationships. It's your business. It's your soul's purpose. It's everything. Yes. 
and you say, okay, this is what I'm looking for. And then the universe can respond. And then it is your responsibility again, to follow up. So when the universe responds by putting you in certain people's uh, site or being like on a podcast, for example, yeah. it's like you hear the call, you pick up, you got to go and take action, inspired action and, and inspired and action just means aligned action. When you yeah. know inside that this is like, okay, yes, of course, I'm going to show up here to be able to speak to whoever I need to, to yeah. manifest whatever it is that I'm looking to manifest. So, um, and then when it comes to, you said victim, right? Victim. Was the other word? Yeah. Yeah. So victimizing to me, this hit me hard when I was like, I think the first few years of conscious manifesting, I, I learned this and when you victimize yourself, you're giving your power away. Mm -hmm. You're giving it away. You're, yep. you're just saying everything that I just said about being a deliberate creator and, and being plugged in co-creating, you're literally going, Nope. Yeah. I don't even want this. And it's confusing to the universe. Cause it's like, Oh, all right. Then we're just going to keep giving you what you are already in the vibration of. Yeah. So until, and, and victimizing really who wants to give their power away? I don't know about you, but I'm a control freak over my life in the sense <laughs> of like, I, I take control over like what's manifesting throughout the entire day, let yeah. alone years. Right? And that's, I, good. I that's good or bad stuff. It's like, if something everything. good happens, that's my responsibility. If something bad yes. happens, that's my responsibility because it's based exactly. on my vibration at that time. Yes. 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 Yeah. Deliberate creation at its finest, everybody. There yeah. she said it. Absolutely. <laughs> and that's the thing. And this is what we need to start to start to tap into is no matter what's happening in your life, it's nobody else's fault. I'm no. sorry. This is hard no. to hear because it's so much easier just <laughs> to tell someone else, but yes. you're to blame for what I'm going through. But right. it is nobody else's fault what we are going through. It is it is up to us to make the change, make the change in our thinking, make the change in our vibration. And that's what I want to talk to you about because people, Renee is one of the highest vibration beings that I know <laughs> since I've known her. She's she's just like yeah. a beacon of light. And yeah. so I wanted to talk to you about vibration because emotions and vibration very closely linked. Yeah, And, you know, when we talk about the emotional guidance scale and how we can move up that scale and, and we can move away from certain certain emotions, remember, though, people, that emotions are just a um, tool. They're just like a, what do you call it, like a barometer as to mm -hmm. how your vibration is at that particular time. So, exactly. So can you explain to my listeners what we mean by the term vibration? Because the law of vibration works right alongside the law of attraction. The two yes. cannot go without each other. It just doesn't happen. Um, exactly. So can you explain what we mean when we say vibration and give us some ways that we can start to, to lift our vibrations if we're yeah. in kind of that state of worry or fear or mm. something like that? How can we lift our vibrations to start to have that trust and, you know, move away from those lower, mm. lower vibrations? So we'll start by defining it. So everybody is very clear on what we mean by vibration. It's the same word that I also use back and forth with frequency. Mm -hmm. So what that means is where you're currently at, where you're currently vibrating. So if you are plugged in and you're feeling this vibration of joy, yeah. you're going to attract like experiences within and without more thoughts that also provide this experience 
of joy. Mm -hmm. Same thing goes for any emotion. Like you said, the emotions are like a barometer. Mm -hmm. I like to look at them as well as like a Uh, like a radio station. Mm -hmm. So it's like, what station are you plugged into? Are you vibrating, having that frequency, feeling the emotions, the emotions will show you what you're vibrating in, by the way, having that, that vibration set to this channel, which feels amazing Mm -hmm. and like joy filled and all these cool things. And you're just feeling so high vibrationally. Right. I talk, Mm -hmm. I talk that language all the time. High vibrations. Yeah. That's the joy, (laughs) the love, the compassion, the excitement, the abundance, the, all of those good feelings. Are you tuned into a station that's making you feel like less than desirable, like lack mindset feeling, um, you know, easily even as I say these words you can feel that they feel different yep all those lower ones right so I'm like uh let's tap out of that real quick but (laughs) but where are you stationed into because that's going to tell the universe hey I want more experiences like that Mm -hmm. that make me feel like this Mm -hmm. right so it is our responsibility again here comes that word again right to be so aware of how we are vibrating via the emotional skill, via how am I feeling in this moment? And sometimes people are like, oh, well, I'm not like conscious all day long, which that's true. The subconscious is, is powered up between like 60 and 70% of your day. So if you want to start fine tuning your frequency, start fine tuning your vibration in the sense of how am I feeling in this moment? Constantly checking in on that. How am I feeling on a scale of one to 10? How do I feel right now? That's the most simplest question, but it's so meaningful. How am I feeling on a scale of one to 10? I say 10 is all those high vibrations. I say one is all the lower vibrations. Where am I currently at? And that is your current point of attraction. Yep. And I think, and I think it's, it's, I know that when I'm in that high, high joy vibration, it's kind of like your heart is because your heart opens up and it's kind of like your heart's about to jump out of your chest. It's such a like, you're just so excited (laughs) and things are just like, everything's just aligning. Everything's in the flow. And when we're in that higher vibration, that's when source is downloading to us. Yes. Because we're of the same vibration as what our higher self, the source, the yes. angels, whatever divine you're you're connecting with, mm-hmm. you've got to be at that really high vibration to be able to match up with them. Exactly. So, so this is yes. why it's so important for us to stay on stay on that plane. But in saying that, there are times when we may feel sad or we may feel yeah. angry or mm-hmm. and and don't you think that it's really important at those times that we just love that emotion? Yes. And I think it's important to feel through it. Yeah. To not just completely just like try to push it on the rug or be like, no, I only want to vibrate at joy. Like <laughs> you'll get back to joy. Yeah. Feel through that anger. Yeah. Maybe something just brought it up in you. That is something that just needs to be moved through your body. Yeah. And just, you know, sadness. Oh my goodness. I could tell you so many experiences of sadness. Yeah. Right. I, I think we all have inside sadness, mm. but when I feel sadness, I allow myself to feel sadness. Mm-hmm. So the emotional energy can now leave my body yeah. and then you create a void for the universe to bring in higher vibrational frequencies once again. Yeah. And that's I, really important because it's when we suppress it, that it becomes yes. a problem because then it kind of stays yes. stuck within your system. Yes. 
Yes, it does. It stays stuck in the system. And then it starts telling our mind, all of these lack thoughts or all of these woe is me, or I'm a victim, right? Kind of going full circle in the conversation. Yep. So if we're able to feel through them, allow ourselves the experience of feeling the emotion and be mindful. Oh, what is it? That's really making me sad. Oh, it's this. Oh my goodness. You know, I never really mourned this, or maybe, you know, I could find some closure, do some affirmations for myself to feel a little bit better around the subject. Yeah. Right. Then it's like, okay, it's moving through the body. And I don't tell my clients to get stuck there. I say 60 to to 120 seconds is it. Mm -hmm. That's all you need to move through the emotion. Oftentimes it happens in a nanosecond and it's a flash. So it's like, okay, cool. Now we can get back on. But here's what we do as people. Sometimes we're funny as humans, when we start to attach a story, mm-hmm. why we should or should not feel sad or why, oh, but other people don't feel sad about this. So I shouldn't. So we don't allow ourselves our truth yeah. of the emotional flow. Yeah, exactly. So, and allow yeah. yourself, allow yeah. yourself to be the and, emotion. And you know what, if you're, if you're feeling angry or you're feeling upset, um, often I'll put a timer on it and I'll go, okay, there you, go. you have got three minutes and <laughs> you can, you can write as much down as, as you want about it. You can talk about it. You can do whatever you want. And then once that yeah. three minutes is up, that's it. You've worked through the emotion. You know why you felt it. You've accepted it. You say, I love you, but it's time to move on. And, yeah. and then you can start to move back up that scale again, because you know, once you can actually figure out the reason why you're actually feeling like that, what the message is, why it's telling you this, you can, when you're dealing with anger, well, you know what your trigger is. How can you deal with the, the maybe inner child Mm. trauma that's happened, which has triggered that particular situation? Exactly. Yes. This is where that juicy stuff happens. Oh, when I have clients who want to work on that, I'm just like, yes, this is going to be so juicy and amazing, but it's so true because yes, if you're not just moving through the emotion, then you can really see, Ooh, Mm. that's some great insight as to why I'm holding on to something like this. This is bringing something up in me and it's just bringing up those old seeds or the old roots that no longer vibrate with who you are and who you're becoming. So it's okay to uproot those and say, ah, this is my trigger. Mm -hmm. Let's do something about this. And inner child work is so important Mm -hmm. and can be so difficult because it's, it's that you really having to get in touch with, with what has happened in the past, with what's, you know, what's kind of been blocking you. And so it, it can be tough, but like you said, this is when we really start to recognize where that guilt and shame and, and all of those lower emotions have come from. Yeah. Once you can and figure you that out. Learn you more about yourself. Hmm. Right. And you know what, it, it is a, it's a process that can bring up a lot of tears, maybe like these emotions <laughs> yeah. that we are less than desirable, but it also helps you learn more about yourself. And so if any type of situation like that comes up in your future, Mm -hmm. you know how to handle it, or you know how to stick up for yourself, or you know how to use your voice, you know how to activate your heart center, you know, whatever it is for each and every person's story who's listening. It's all about what can I do to make it better in the future too. So the inner child work is like so juicy and so amazing and, and 
I was always a person who wanted to go there because yeah. I'm just a curious H-A. George. I just want to <laughs> know. I want to figure myself out. I want to love myself all the way, fully and completely. I want to see myself the way that the universe sees me. Yeah. Source, God, goddess, whatever you believe in. It's how it that amazing source sees me. And I want to be a, a light channel to people in the world. So it's only responsible of me to be willing to go to those parts of me that are the shadows or the inner child healing because I want to be a pristine channel to those that I'm serving absolutely that is so well said and I think that it is really important that we as light workers um, tap into that inner child side tap into that shadow side and start Mm -hmm. to evolve and and make sure that we're kind of doing what we can to be the best uh, channel that we can to be the best um, vehicle the best vessel that we possibly can for source so we can help as many people as possible so wow there has been so much content in this podcast yeah. Renee seriously <laughs> but I, I want you to tell our listeners all about your iHeart um, Academy because I think that's amazing oh thank you so much thank you for the opportunity um, so the iHeart Academy like I said I've been coaching for over 12 years this particular program certifies people in my unique method to manifesting and um, having your own coaching business so I consider myself a high-level coach I position mm-hmm. myself like that in the market because I I coached all different areas of life and everything that you learn inside of my academy in this particular program is how you can coach anybody on anything right and and it really helps you own your expertise so that you can really get your clients results because you've been there already Mm -hmm. so this program really will awaken so many juicy goodies that you can really (laughs) implement in your business and also how to get your programs sold out and how to you know, really be of service to the clients that you're calling in by standing in your empowerment. So there's, it's such a beautiful process and all of the clients that I've had go through this coaching program, like walk out, they're like at like a beauty school, they like walk out and they're feeling like fresh and all confident and all like gorgeous, like, because it's like that inner radiance, just boom, you become that quantum vessel. Yeah, And so that's what I, I love that program so much because I have so much of my heart goes into it because it brings out such a freedom lifestyle for anybody who wants to have their own coaching business or programs. It literally just allows you to make money on your terms, allows you to serve the people that you want on your terms. You don't have to, you know, deal with any grouchy people. Like if they're not a match and not a match, like you don't have to serve the whole wide world. Right. Um, And then it's, there's, it's just, you get so much out of it for yourself too. And that's another huge reason why I just love this program. And the iHeart Academy, we have some other programs as well. And one of them happens to be the inner child healings. Yeah. So I do, I have a 12 week program for my, my um, clients who want to really activate the inner child and go through those, you know, times that Mm -hmm. may feel a little bit wounded and do some healing around it so that the inner child is on your team now Mm -hmm. and not just, you know, pulling you or holding you back from your dreams whatever that may look like to you. Yeah, fantastic, fantastic. And I think 
you know it's yeah. it's so great is anybody able to to do this it's not restricted yes. to, to anybody or no so honestly I would as long as there's a match for the program yeah anybody can join right it's it's not going to be for just the open public that's you know oh only you know yeah everybody can join right you have to have a certain level of awareness awareness is the right word yeah mm -hmm. just yeah. yeah and um if you're willing and maybe you're this is like a first step for you because I know for me when I first started my coaching back in the day I did obviously didn't have all the answers didn't have all the all the skills back then right this is accumulated over 12 probably more like 15 years but I just yeah. never do the math on it um all of this time right so you really can come from wherever you are. And if you are feeling activated, I already hold you in my space. So it, it's yeah. just an easy conversation. Anybody I've talked to about it has literally been aligned to it. So there, there wasn't, you know, much of a, you know, like a yeah. salesy thing going on. It's just like, yeah, I'm meant to be here. And we're just accepting of it. <laughs> and that's, and that's the thing. It's, it's so fantastic because even, even with my podcast guests, it's all aligned. It's all based it on intuition. It's always yeah. always based on on who we feel the most aligned with. So we always know that our guests are going to be amazing. Yeah. Because there's no other, there's no other option. So, exactly. so I definitely think that my listeners, it's definitely something to think about with yeah. the iHeart Academy. Sounds amazing. And mm -hmm. before we do head off, I would like you to give us three things that you implement on a daily basis which can help somebody to to stand in their power and to raise their vibration oh goody I love this question <laughs> um okay so first and foremost it begins with meditation mm -hmm. doesn't matter if it's a one minute meditation five minutes 20 minutes one hour whatever you can fit into your life start the day off with meditation mm -hmm. Start the day from that high flying disc that you've just been on throughout your whole sleep mm -hmm. and then keep that vibration going as you come into your consciousness, pop into a meditation of service to you. I actually have a couple meditations out there as well. So I don't know if you want to include a link, but mm -hmm. anyone's Absolutely. welcome to receive my free meditations. I have a couple um, free ones out there. So you basically just want to keep keep on that high flying disc as long as you can and become that deliberate creator, set your day up for that. Right. Yeah. And then what I like to do is mirror work right after that. <laughs> so once I've got out of bed, I'm already going into my routine of fixing up my body, my parents, all these things. Right. And, um, I look into the mirror and I start to look at myself and I'm like, all right, well, what are we creating today? What's the vibration of today? What do you need right now in order yeah. to get to a higher vibrational place and when I ask myself that question what do I need right now I'm literally like oh it's like an overflow it, it makes me feel like okay cool even if I'm not at a say a 10 from waking up or meditating and I'm like dancing around an eight or a nine like I can bring myself up to that next level because I'm checking in on what does Renee need yeah. so you just ask yourself right maybe it's like a peach maybe it's a an apple maybe it's you know water with tons of lemon yeah. which are all very good for you. All of those are tools too. Um, and then finally I'll share, I'm a huge fan of writing. So yeah. I love to journal 
anything down. I'll write letters to my loved ones. I will write letters to myself, like literally all in one journal. I'll write about what my dreams were the night before, because sometimes in the future, they will have meaning for me. And I'm like, Oh, but that was a gift. The angels are giving me during my sleep. So I know, okay, this is happening or this is coming. So, or a gratitude journal, that's the easiest way to start it. That's the easiest way. And then that way you're setting your whole morning and the rest of your day up deliberately by choosing the vibration of gratitude and all these other high vibrational feelings that you want to have for the remainder of your day. Absolutely. Fantastic. (laughs) Three of my favorites. You know that I'm a big meditation person. You know, I love my mirror work and my scripting is like so powerful. So thank you so much for that, Renee. And we've got so much incredible information here for people to be able to hear and to be able to see your beautiful light. And I thank you so much for being here with me today. Oh, this was so much fun. And I can't wait to come back on your show and absolutely your listeners again. Absolutely. Can't wait. It's um it's gonna be so much fun. <laughs> thank you so much for your time, Renee. Thank you so much for yours. Okay, bye.